Welcome to Idea Factory Giveaway, the guest-guided mapping expedition to the borders of human creativity. I'm John, and this is all my fault. I'm Besha, and this is 25 to 28% my fault. I would love to know how you have arrived at that math. It's complicated, John. (laughs) I'd explain it to you, but we have a podcast, and and it can take some time. I haven't taken a math class since I was a junior in high school. Oh. I don't regret anything. Uh, You know what? Uh, nor should you. Nor should you. Yeah. How how are you on this fine evening? Pretty good. Excellent. You know? Excellent. It's nice in Portland. I uh, just spent an hour throwing a ball for my dog. Oh, wow. If I stop, she comes back and stares at me until I throw it again. Sometimes oh, she barks. A, that's a good way to be. Yeah. How are it, you, John? Um, we, we had a day of actual heat here in the Bay Area, um, and it's nothing compared. It's going to go up into the 80s this weekend, and I am dreading it. I, I, I've definitely determined that I am not a hot weather person. Yeah, same. Hard same. And I, I just, I wonder, because I'm, I, uh, I kind of feel like Mavis doesn't mind hot weather as much, and I'm curious to find out where Quentin lands on the spectrum. So we're, we're going to find out. Yeah, I wonder I, which, I, gene is, which gene is dominant. Yes, that and also there's kind of like what his whole experience is going to be since he's going to grow up in what is essentially one of the nicest climates that America has to offer currently. He's going to be completely incapable of going anywhere else. I This is what I imagine, but the, the number of people that I meet in the Bay Area, native to the Bay Area, is surprisingly small. So, I mean, That's they true. Must, That's true. Right? Well, they like, all get priced out. <laughs> yeah, Usually. <I> <laughs> That's yes, that's the hideous truth of it, isn't it? But yeah, no, that, that's I, I. I guess we'll we'll find out. We'll find out what his climatological preferences are as he ages and becomes a whole person. It's true. It's true. Sometimes I still have to stop and think about the fact that you like made a person. We think about this a lot. Yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's weird. I perhaps it is time that we brought our guest in so that he may also marvel I at the humanity get... of your child. <laughs> I would like to welcome to the podcast my absolutely excellent friend, Gary. Gary. How you doing, John? Welcome, now, before Gary. we get anything else, I got a question. Even more than the math, mm. I, I'm astonished. I'm shocked. You don't sing the theme song live? <laughs> it, would require, it would require several copies of me. And uh, you just can, need one of those delay pedals like yeah. the guitar dudes have. I, you are honestly, you're not wrong. <laughs> It could be done, but, uh, you know, I mean, uh, I figure I did it once. Although, so here's the, here's actually, here's the question. I recently, it occurred to me that, like, maybe it's time to, like, think about new theme music, but I don't know if that's something that our audience wants. John, I've been listening to that theme song, uh, I'm going to say, one YouTube series and two podcasts ago. And I just associate it with you. <laughs> Excellent. I mean, also, I think that we would have to pay a licensing fee for Weird Science, which is the only thing I can think of that's really thematically appropriate. <laughs> that's also fair. That's also fair. I mean, I thought maybe I could, I could, you know, I could maybe write something. I could play it on an actual musical instrument, now, you know. <laughs> but uh, you know, uh, Gary, Gary presents a strong point. 
and I, th- I think yeah. that that is that is not to be overlooked. It's um, your brand, John. Yep. You cannot fight your brand. Here I am. It's uh, I had tacos for dinner. I'm talking brands. I'm on a podcast. I'm at peak white guy here. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Gary. For those uh, those of us in the audience, um, for those of us in the audience, for those of our our listeners out there who may not know who you are, what's your whole deal, man? What's my whole deal? Uh, geez, how long have we known each other, John? It's got to be about a dozen years. At we least. met because of a reprobate in web comics named Rich Stevens. I'm an engineer. <laughs> I volunteer as an EMT. I'm just a boy looking out into the universe, asking it to love me. I like to think that it returns that request repeatedly. You, you are one of my most treasured internet people, and I'm just I'm going to put this out there into the world. <laughs> But we know that internet people are garbage, so am I treasured yeah. for the garbage, or do I rise above the garbage? You rise above it, sir, and don't ever for a second think that you don't. I feel loved. Even <laughs> though this is all somebody's fault, I feel loved. Thank you. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> do, 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 do. For those of you out there who may be wondering what exactly is going on with this show, here is what you are now listening to. Over a decade, I built up an unedited archive of ideas 800-plus strong and still growing. And now my friends get to dig through it to see if there's anything interesting, funny, potentially lucrative, or litigiously high-risk in there. If you hear one and you agree it's good, take it and run. I just want credit. I want a cut, and I will not pay any of your legal fees. So, Gary, we we gave you access to the vault, and I would love to know what you found in there that was of interest. Oh, John, I found so much. I I have questions. I have so many questions. (laughs) But let's start out on one that you probably still have the thread of logic with, and that would be uh, (laughs) Cards Against Akewood. Oh, yes, yes. Okay, I mean the, the name the name is in there, right? Like it's it, it pretty much says it all. It's it's a Cards Against Humanity game that only uses like I would say material from and references generated by the much beloved webcomic Akewood. The the thing that the only difficulty is that um, I once upon a time uh, a while ago used to run a Star Trek club and we decided we wanted to make a version of Cards Against Humanity that was just Star Trek jokes and we did but it turns out that you need like a bonkers set like you need you need to generate way more cards than you think you did mm-hmm. and it turns out to be kind of like it's not a trivial Tedious. task yeah, I, I would work. imagine for everything that will actually work, you've got about seventeen rejects. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, and yeah. So I mean, like we we did we made what we, what we you know we got to kind of like a functional prototype, but it was it was a, a you know it, it could have used a, another couple of drafts for sure, and uh, and yeah, I mean, and that was that was the work of that was a significant amount of work. And so I, so yeah, I dare say that Star Trek probably has a wider casual. Of familiarity amongst people than Akewood's tragic as that may be, uh, that if I were to talk about uh, Klingon honor, more people will react than if I talk about the transfer station. Yes. Oh no, for sure. I mean, the, the one. I mean, 
you could do this for I mean we did it for ourselves right like um, just because you know it, that's another thing actually is that Star Trek there's a lot more source material right you could yeah. easily I think you could you could definitely get a bunch of Akewood fans together and play this game hmm. but you know the work of actually generating the card set is the is is uh, so that's one thing and the second thing is that if you actually want to do it like with car, like actual playing card cards the cost involved in printing up a custom set of what's essentially a cards against humanity style game is not insignificant they, I, I hear commercials every morning on NPR for that one uh, business card company will do a different image on each card yes but these are like when you're trying to do playing cards it's a whole different thing <laughs> that game may have changed right um, that whole that whole custom card printing game they have they could have completely revolutionized the business model but when we so we did this uh god this had to have been maybe jesus christ it's 2019 now so six five or six years ago possibly more than that actually maybe seven that is terrifying terrifying that you recognize yourself as an adult seven years ago (laughs) 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 yes that that is a terrifying amount of time to have passed without being aware of it really until now Hmm. Well, welcome everybody to linear time. No, no, <laughs> no, no. So yeah, so that's that's what it, that's that that was the idea, and uh, you know, technically doable, just a lot of work. But the payoff. Oh my goodness, the payoff. Oh, it would be great. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie to you. We had a lot of fun with our Cards Against Star Trek game. Yeah, it was it was good times. I'll ju- I, I can see myself already. I will be hoarding Airwolf in the bee shop. <laughs> I mean, I I would actually love to for somebody to give this a, a shot just to see, yeah, just to even, I mean, even just looking at the card set might be enough, right? But but yeah, I I would be curious to see somebody give this a try. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> uh, Gary, what is next on the list? I desperately want to know what this does or what this is. Uh oh. There is a category. There are no explanatory notes. <laughs> IBD parenthesis question mark close parenthesis party crap and all I can think of when I see IBD is inflammatory bowel Irrit- disease yeah. I desperately want to know what was going through your brain that day sir that, uh, it, oh no past me you've definitely screwed me this time is there... <clears throat> Investors Business Daily is the only other thing I can find. <laughs> I think that's less palatable than the uh, than the disease. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck is is there a date associated with this in the spreadsheet? <laughs> there is not a date. Give okay, so time. that means it's really old. Because I there was a point at which I began entering the date at which I logged the idea. Mm-hmm. Um, so anything without a date is sort of in this nebulous kind of like it could be anywhere from like yeah it could be oh god <laughs> I don't even what the fuck uh I, yeah no I got I literally I got nothing I have no idea what that was I I mean right irritable bowel no it's a party for people who want to have a party with other people who understand that they need to run to the bathroom at any moment. <laughs> it's yeah. And it's mm. definitely at that one person's house who for some reason they have four bathrooms. Yep. Oh, yes, yeah. yes. Or or they have, you know, um I I have a I have a friend who used to live in an apartment building that had all of the toilets were the, the you know that kind that you would see in like a school or a business where it's like just the the flush 
handle thing. No tank. Uh-huh. Um, right? Yeah. No, no tank. Refill. My old yeah, department no had that. Just, yeah. It was weird. I, I think I would feel comfortable going to a party of that sort with one of those toilets. Because I feel like those toilets can handle just about anything. Yeah. And they work very quickly. So Great. for some reason you wanted to have a party as an excuse <laughs> to investigate industrial class toilets. <laughs> no, I don't know. This is this is us. This is us attempting to reconstruct past me's crime. And uh, like, uh, and, and yeah, no. Be, with, it, given the the lack of contextual information, we can only assume that past me maybe thought that yes, it would be a good idea for you know because like because I bet you that if you were a person with IPD, you might have a rough time at parties, right? There's there's all kinds of snack foods. There's drinks. And, you know, like, you don't want to maybe be seen to have to go to the bathroom so often. But if you were at a party where everybody else had the same problem and they understood, it's possible that maybe they all – maybe, maybe – I, again, I don't know any – I don't know if, if I know anybody with IBD. IBS? Isn't it irritable bowel syndrome? IBD is a larger umbrella term for a class of oh. disorders. Oh, of course. Okay, great. I'm glad past me thought of that. <laughs> I, I wonder if maybe if if you know if if there is an actual list of foods that that are that don't trigger it as badly, and you know like maybe everybody would just you know you you could have an entire snack table that is just made of safe foods. I mean maybe this would be a great thing for people. I I don't know. This is <laughs> the only possibility that I can think of. Because otherwise, it's an investor's business daily party. <laughs> Uh, Investor's Business Daily is a magazine, I'm assuming? I assume so, yes. It's, it's, it's a pseudo-magazine that the sort of person that wants to be an influencer and have uh, bylines... Yeah. Every, every, every time, every time you see one of those terrible, terrible takes on the internet that was from some magazine site, guarantee it was IBD. Two, two things I can tell you about it. Number one, it's asking to send me notifications, which is never a good sign. Mm. And secondly, um, the pop-up ad is, get started with IBD. <laughs> just can't. <laughs> we got your Crohn's right here. <laughs> give us your email address. Oh, oh God. All right. Oh. Oh, God. All right, Gary, what's next? Costume photo booth. Kids' music album covers that segue into makeouts. <laughs> what the fuck, Don? <laughs> I, I... This was an idea that I had for a photo booth prompt, I think. Yes, okay, yes. I, I, this is a, a, like a, an occasional pastime of mine is trying to come up with good prompts for photo booths. And I think this one is for when you're at a, at a place that has one of those photo booths, but also has, like, costumes and props sort of scattered near it, where, like, the first picture, like, you know, obviously you need at least two people, but, you know, maybe more, right? And you start in a pose, you think you, apparently I guess you would be bringing in some kind of musical instrument prop, right? And you pretend, the first picture is you pretending to be on the cover of a, chil- like, a, a, an album of children's music. But by the end of it, you have descended into makeouts. Raucous makeouts. Yes. So we start um, with a group of people recreating the cover to what? Kids Pop 24? <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not. I think. I think that it's. It's more of a. It, instead of. Because I don't know that there are any existing 
children's music album covers that are universally recognized. I think it's more of just a, a feel that you want to, you know what I mean? Like, you take a picture that could be, you know, you uh, singing, you know. Cute, happy, primary colors, ukulele. Yeah. Yeah, you you go for your most wholesome smile. You need a group of ethnically diverse, well scrubbed, yeah. fresh faced people. Yes, yep. in yes. sweaters, <laughs> sweaters, one step yes. below Christmas sweaters. Yes, <laughs> sweaters or sweater vests with large thematic earrings on the people who wear earrings. Oh, of course, yes, yeah. no, absolutely. Oh, Basically, I can see this in about. Oh yeah, you you have to go kind of eighties on the whole thing. Oh yeah. Agreed. But the sort of 80s that no one who lived through the 80s would recognize. <laughs> <laughs> and then in, like, photo two, you've got sidelong glances. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see this. <laughs> and then, <laughs> photo three, you know, like, perhaps the two of you are, are, are holding... You've, like, interlaced your fingers. You're holding hands and just sort of, like... Sp- gazing into it. Like, again, this is, you know, this is all up to you, but... And, and also, I think it depends on whether it's a three or a four-shot photo booth. Yeah. I think most photo booths these days tend to be four shots, but there are some that are three, so you need to... you need to, Obviously, you need to kind of get the lay of the land first, I think. I think it's also definite that you need as many people in that photo booth as you can cram in. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> and and by, um, by photo three, they are starting to pair off, possibly triple off. Yes. Or, <laughs> or all of them focus on one person like i don't know i don't know what is funnier uh i think that you would have to just give it a shot and see i will you know what one other photo booth prompt that i'll give away for free right now is pick one person to be the publicity hound diva and the rest of them is their exasperated entourage (laughs) it's amazing i've also done uh everybody look pretty Everybody look mad, everybody fight, and everybody cry. There's some great photos of my college friends all trying to pull each other's hair and snarling in photo three. I, I, I've always found good the art. right props, you can recreate almost any Roadrunner cartoon. <laughs> I believe it. Outstanding. Okay, I, we have time for definitely a few more. Gary, what, uh, what, else? what else is on the uh, list? You tried stars. Medallions? Do you remember? I mean, I, this is a thing that I think was making the rounds on Tumblr. I don't know if it was if it if it was born there uh, or if it maybe originated on Twitter, but I think I saw a lot more of it on Tumblr, where somebody would make a post and then and it would be bad, and then somebody would would add in the reblog chain uh, like a, a, a JPEG of like just a shitty gold star with the words "You tried" in lowercase comic sans, just sort of like on top of it, it was uh, and it was like the deployment of that particular image was always note perfect and I feel like I would have loved for that to have made the transition to real life where you could just give somebody a little sticker or yeah or like a cheap plastic medallion <laughs> with, the, with the shape of a star or embossed with a star and the words you tried in lowercase comic sans just here you go bud <laughs> you tried I, I think you may be shooting a little bit small with this one John because I, 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 def- <laughs> oh. I definitely have an idea along these lines which uh-huh. is when you go to that little town 
that in the town square has that shitty mass-produced Confederate army statue that everybody wants to pull down. <laughs> I want to put a banner up in front that says, second place, you try. <laughs> Which I think will possibly be more effective than just tearing them all down and pretending that they weren't there in the first place. <laughs> That's so good. Why has nobody done that? N- now that this is in the podcast, somebody please, please do this. Happen. Oh, God. The local FedEx Kinkos will do you a banner, people. Super easy. <laughs> That's so good. Stick it anywhere Fuck. you can find a state's motto, too. South Carolina, second place. <laughs> Fuck. It's amazing. Uh, I, I, this is why I love doing this show. God. <laughs> okay. All right. What, uh, how many, how many, do, oh, first of all, Gary, we know you were coming back for another episode, so I don't want to deplete the, the store of ideas that you may have, have got, but how, roughly how many left do you, do you Oh, have? I, I've got as well, many as was... you want, John, because I, <laughs> I, I take this homework seriously. <laughs> Incredible. But there's one that we that, that in post you have to put some reverb on me for this one because this idea is in all caps. Okay. All right. And the idea is bullet ant gun. <laughs> bullet ant gun. Okay. I I believe that <clears throat> I think that this may have been uh, have been brought up by at least one prior guest, but it is worth re-exploring, especially now that we have a, a person of engineering background in in the house. What it is is a gun that will fire instead of a bullet. It fires a capsule filled with some kind of nutritive, oxygenating gel, in which are suspended many ants. many bullet ants. And so, um, yeah. So when you are shot with this gun. The, the 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 shell splatters on you and the bullet ants bite you. Oh God! I'm sorry. I just had to. I I, I realized that I didn't really know what a bullet ant looked like. Oh, oh wait, are bullet ants actually not... a thing? Yeah, yeah. This is okay. Good. I'm not the only one missing this. Yeah, no. It's not so much what they look like. It's that being bitten by one is or stung or whatever it is um, is so painful that it is basically like, that's why they're called bullet ants because it feels like getting shot. They are much larger than I like, and they're very clampy looking. Did you know the bullet (laughs) ant has the most painful sting of any insect? Yes. Turns out. That's, yes. That's, so that's, so that, that's what it is. It's, it's a gun that fires those. Now, uh, you know, I, I, I fear the inevitable arms race here, John, because there are many, <laughs> many small things that you might fit into a capsule of nutrifying, oxygenating gel. Tiny baby scorpions. I was, um, those little tiny jellyfish, the ones the size of your, your oh. pinky nail that, that drive you insane yeah. with pain. Yeah. Or, um, mm. oh, because everything in Australia wants to kill you, the little tiny baby yeah. octopuses, the blue ringed octopuses. The- Yes, but those aren't painful so much as simply deadly. Although Australia is also home to the giant hogweed, which is a it's a plant that uh, has whose leaves have these like fibers on them that if if they touch your skin, like it, I think I read this somewhere that animals have been observed literally killing themselves to get out of the yeah. It's like it is hideous. What in the fuck? Why? Who was like, yes, let's colonize this? I don't 
<laughs> I don't know. Like, England? I guess possible. technically they were like, let's send all of our criminals there. <laughs> but still. Jesus. Yeah. Um, I, by I, the, I, sorry. But I was just going to say, fun fact um, relating to the jellyfish. There is a diagnosis code in the ICD-10 code set that it came out a couple of years ago for toxic effect of contact with Portuguese man of war, intentional self-harm. <gasps> <laughs> FYI. Oh no! Oh I, no! Apparently, all all um, venom is is has this set of modifiers that goes with it that includes like self harm, accident, assault, and since it's a venom, you can say toxic effect of contact with Portuguese man of war, self harm, uh, and you can specify whether it's the initial encounter or a subsequent encounter that you're seeing your patient <sighs> for, God. who has thrown themselves on a Portuguese man of war. Oh God! That's yeah. Those are are, are hideous because um, it, did you know that they're, they're a colonial organism? A and B. Really? Um, their tentacles are yeah. so yeah. long yeah. and in some cases so fine that you can become trapped or like you know you can basically end up wrapping yourself in man o' war tentacles with like just without you know like just in the course of swimming in a way where like it becomes impossible to extricate yourself without total agony uh, much faster than you would think uh, because they, 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 they trail so far away from the like the, the, the main bladder of the thing like like uh, yeah I'm not explaining it well but it, it sounds real bad my, my mouth right now is like a perfect half circle <laughs> like I'm, I'm noping so hard my face is changing shape <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of wondering if you have any other favorite diagnostic codes Besha because you know the, the entire misadventure uh, yes. has got to have some humdingers in it well this is one that got passed around the internet a lot mm. but uh, su- sucked into jet engine subsequent encounter mm. So. <laughs> uh, to be fair, subsequent encounter means like it's not your first visit to the, to the, to the doctor engine. for yeah. this issue. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I, I think the um, way that happens is if there's two jet engines directly in line with each it, other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, if you catch him before the first one, that's initially <laughs> or after the first one. Ghost teeth is one of my favorites. What? Um, it is teeth that don't develop and stay in the jaw, and they're visible <gasps> on radio but like ghost teeth oh yeah whoa oh no yep oh wow that, that's a whole category of nightmare right there yeah. <laughs> gary do you do you have any do i have any favorite diagnostic codes yes, yes. Uh, as i mentioned before i'm an emergency medical technician and uh, yeah. one of the things we have to do is account for uh, activities at time of injury oh. and they are all very specific and they're all ver- <laughs> uh, verbalized as activities involving noun so activities involving <laughs> base jumping, activities involving bathing or daily care activities involving construction and such like yep. uh-huh. Uh-huh. but uh, I-, I have to wonder how many base jumping injuries have been reported that somebody gave a category. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they like to they like to prepare for anything. That's, that's true. You, you know what they don't have a, tri- a category for? Walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, walk and trip and fall, it's not there. I got to find like, activities comma unspecified. Wow. <laughs> wow. 
so um, I used to volunteer for a sex ed organization, and we, we trained sex educators. And my favorite talk to give was on emergencies. I will, I will try to keep this relatively clean. Um, <sighs> and so, as you might imagine, we had, like, a whole slideshow of things that have been found in parts of people's bodies where they should not be found. And uh, one of my fellow trainers always said, please go to the ER or call an ambulance. The way that you will feel being laughed at by the staff is nothing to compare to how your mom will feel when she finds out how you died. <laughs> uh, true story, and this has nothing to do with my uh, EMT side. This is the, the day job in IT. I once did a gig for a week at the offices of the New England Journal of Medicine, which is on the top floor of the medical library at Harvard University. And in every office where you have those pleasant landscape paintings, they instead had high-resolution radiographs that had run in the journal. <laughs> oh, Love it. One guy they pulled out, oh, what was it, 14 ball pens, a jeweler saw a fine uh, rasped rat tail file, and a smallish flashlight-style light bulb. Oh, God. <laughs> Nothing that you can't get out by yourself quickly in one piece. That was also one of our mottos. I wanted to put it flared on a T-shirt. Flared bases, people. Flared bases. <laughs> yep. Yep. And and I think I, sometimes I think that it's like partly opportunity. Like if you live somewhere without access to things, you're gonna improvise. But then there's like nobody the lives guy. that far from a produce no. section. <laughs> That's exactly exactly. And then there was the guy who um, said that he fell on that peanut butter jar while he was washing his dog in the shower. And like, luckily, it was um, it was open side out, so it was a vacuum because that's what you really oh, have you to watch out for. Oh, you not want to go that kind of septic. Nope. Um, I'll bet you but, anything that guy was allergic to peanuts too. Uh, <laughs> our uh, our best guess was actually that he, he that drugs were involved. You know, just a few, just a theory. Mm. Yeah, just a couple. <laughs> I mean, a peanut butter jar. Do 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 do. I think this is a perfect time for us to shift to the next part of the show where one of us gives a terrible recommendation or we showcase an idea from our guest. Gary, do you have any ideas you would love to give away? In fact, I do. And this is something I legit want to see in the world. Oh, my God. Uh, One of the things that happens when I pull a patient into the emergency department is sometimes I have to tell the charge nurse or the attending, I got this really funky sound deep in their lungs that I can't quite describe. What I want is a stethoscope peripheral for my iPod with record <gasps> capability. Yeah. And some Fuck. nice ear-conforming, noise-canceling earbuds because, you know, it can be really hard to hear the weird stuff uh, when you're going lights and sirens and the diesel is rumbling. Yeah. Totally. Plus, every emergency medical personnel member in this country will rush out to buy one of those if it means that they're allowed to carry their iPod on duty. (laughs) (laughs) That's a brilliant idea. Put it out into the world. Somebody's got an incubator somewhere. Just just send me one uh, and and give Besha 28%. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly 28%. It's math, it always you was, don't understand the math, but there's math. Yeah. <laughs> it's fair. That's fair. I, when I was medical assisting, it was always amazing to me that one of the things we did was, like, use this incredibly old tool 
to listen to things, and then just you just have to rely on your knowledge of what those things sound like. And you know where that incredibly old tool comes from, right? Where the, the stethoscope was invented because there was this doctor in Victorian times who they would always place their ears against the chest. But there is this woman who was rather... <gasps> Ladies. Uh, yeah, who was, who was rather well endowed and it would have been unseemly and he saw the sheet of paper and he rolled it up into a cone. The story is in Ryan North's excellent book, How to Invent Everything, uh, where everything. he concludes this is perhaps the first time a life-changing, a world-changing invention uh, came about because somebody was too horny to do their job properly. <laughs> But we're not I don't a whole think that's lot the first time. That. <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. Agreed. Let's tell everybody where we can be found on the internet. Uh, for me, this is easy. Thanks to my friend Jen, who is Jennifer Marie on Twitter. Uh, you can find links to my Twitter, Instagram, and highly entertaining newsletter all in one place at flavor.country. Go there now. You can find me on Twitter as Besha, B E S H A. Please feel free to follow me, but also let me know that you found me from here. And you can find me on Twitter as FleenGuy, F-L-E-E-N-G-U-I. If you haven't yet, go ahead and subscribe to the show by searching for Idea Factory Giveaway in your podcast app of choice and let John know if it doesn't pop up. If you're already there, go ahead and leave us a nice review or a five-star rating. It would help us out. If you've already done that, why not tell a friend about us? Why not tell five friends? And then tell them if they don't tell somebody else by the end of the week, terrible things will happen to them. <laughs> Don't do that. Or, you know, I mean, we won't be held responsible. That's all I can say. <laughs> Thank you for listening. And remember, if you've heard an idea you like, go ahead and do it. I just want credit. And I want 28%. <laughs> <laughs>